Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Bobby Podcast. I'm very excited to record today's episode. This one, I'm getting you guys involved. I posted a TikTok a couple days ago. Um, basically just asking you guys to comment any food or eating disorder related questions that you wanted to ask me and I would answer them on this episode of the Bobby podcast. So today's basically is just a QA. and uh, I appreciate everyone who commented on that video because you guys asked a lot of great questions. I unfortunately cannot get to all of them in this episode, but I think I'm going to make a part two or and a part three if, if need be. Um, yeah, so again, thank you all for commenting questions. Like I said, you guys ask great questions. So let's just get right into it with the first question. Uh, first question from Danny.p4. Tips to incorporating exercise back into your life. This one is a great question because I, I've dealt with this myself. Um, I, I think I took a little bit of a break from my style of training um, for a little bit over the past couple months which was hard to do. And obviously it's harder, like a lot of things, it's hard to get started. But once you get started or back into something, it's just really free flowing and easy. But I think my biggest tip is to start slow and make sure that you're doing something that you like doing. Like I know for me, for example, I love hit style workouts. I love going on walks. So like if there's ever a time where like I'm taking uh, like a break from my training or from fitness in general, I'll just start off slow. I'll, I'll ease myself back into it. I'll go for like a four or five mile walk. Uh, I'll do like a 10 minute hit workout, nothing crazy. And then over time, um, as, as time goes on, it'll just, it just, it just gets easier and you feel good. You like, you feel like you're ready. You're back into it. Uh, and it's great. So my biggest tip would just be to just start off slow and make sure you do something that you enjoy doing because a lot of people, fall into this trap of doing certain workouts or routines that they actually don't like doing and they feel the need to do them because that's in their mind that's the only way they can improve their fitness for whatever reason Um, but honestly the most sustainable fitness routine is something that you find joy in doing because if you force yourself to do a routine like for example I I hate running uh, and if I force myself to run every day which I have in the past, but I don't do that anymore, obviously. But if I did that over time, I would start to just hate it and I would dread going and I just wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to do it. And then over time, I would just um, stop working out at all because I'd rather not work out at all than do something that I hate doing. So it's important to just experiment, find things that you like doing, uh, and then just ease yourself back into it. And over time, things will get a lot easier and it'll be better. And sometimes, honestly, like taking breaks from your routine is necessary. Uh, it gives you time to miss it, uh, kind of, it gives you time to, to miss, uh, your routine, what you were doing because yeah, you know, if you do this for a consistent amount of time for a long period of time, uh, you may not get sick of it, but you may get a little tired of it. You may want to just take a little break, switch it up a little bit, or just stop altogether and get back on it in a couple of weeks. I've done that in the past. Uh, and like when I get back on it, I feel so good. I feel so refreshed and ready. So 
that's probably that's that's got to be my biggest tip just take it slow and make sure you do what you enjoy great question okay and also by the way if i like mispronounce any of your names or usernames i apologize but uh i'm, I'm, I'm gonna do my best so <laughs> all right this next question is from rosanemo again probably said that incorrectly but from rosanemo what made you want to recover slash your moment of realization I love this question. Uh, I've answered this on my, or I talked about it on my initial podcast episode, like talking about my entire um, eating disorder history, my story. But basically my moment of realization was in August or September of 2018 is when I just started going to CrossFit. Actually, my first ever CrossFit class, I went, um, and just for context at the time, my only form of exercise at the time was I only ran every single day because um, I thought that was the only way you could lose weight was to run. Again, I had no knowledge on fitness or food or anything. I was running every day. I was torturing myself. I was barely eating, um, just trying to maintain this really lean physique that I that I just couldn't maintain. Uh, I was afraid of food. Like I said, only ran, didn't do anything. But my cousin um, and her husband, they own a CrossFit gym and my cousin texted me and said, hey, would you want to come in for a CrossFit class? And my initial reaction was no in my head because I thought it would interfere with my running. Again, really stupid because I thought running was the only way I could lose weight. So I wanted to say no, but I have this people-pleasing mentality where like, I have to say yes to everything or I'll feel bad. Um, so I said yes, and I went, and the workout was really good. I actually really enjoyed it. There was even running in the workout, so I was able to get that in. I felt good. And then after the workout was over, my cousin came up to me and they, uh, she was like, okay, like now you got to go like eat a lot of food. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, well, you just did like a really tough workout. Like, you know, you got to go fuel up like protein, carbs, like whatever, like get it in. And at that moment, it kind of hit me like, dude, like food isn't the enemy. Like it kind of hit me right there that like I, I need food to like to function properly, to to, to run better, to train better. Like I'll feel better. Um, it kind of just hit me all in that one moment. And then I remember I went home that night after the workout, I had a giant dinner. I had so much pasta, so much bread, so much like chicken. I think we had, um, it was so delicious and I felt so good after, like after I ate and I was like, wow, man, like food actually isn't the enemy. And that was the moment I decided to, or started to recover because uh, I realized how important food was like we literally need food to survive and it, it felt so good like I, I felt so good and that kind of started uh, my journey to recovering of working out finding workouts I like doing uh, eating good food that I that I felt good, that I felt would fuel me properly and that tasted good I wasn't depriving myself of foods anymore like it, it was great um, so that was really the moment of realization and it made me it made me think like if I didn't have a people pleasing mentality, like if I, if I said no to my cousin, when she asked me if I wanted to uh, go to a CrossFit class, like if I said no, I, who knows where I'd be right now? Because if I never went to that class, I never would have done that workout. And I never would have been told to eat a, a lot of food after that workout. Um, so who knows? Like, so my people, my people pleasing mentality may have honestly be the reason or maybe the reason why I started to recover. So it's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's, that was my moment of realization. It, it's crazy. It's been like three and a half years now, I think since, since that moment. Um, and it seriously, it changed my life. So that was my moment of realization. Great question. All right. So third question from Riley.cap. How do we combat with all or nothing thinking? 
This is a great question. Um, I honestly still even struggle with this to this day. Uh, honestly, this happened to me last night um, or like this past weekend because I, I'm currently, when I'm recording this, I'm home for the weekend from college. Um, so it kind of like, like whenever I come home from college, I kind of, that, that all or nothing mentality kind of creeps in the back of my head. Cause for some reason I'm like, okay, like you got to go all out this weekend because like you're getting like home cooked food. You're going to go out to dinner. Like you don't really do this when you're at school. So like go all out, like enjoy the food, like go crazy, like, like eat as much as you can of this food because you're not like, you're not going to have it for a while, but I've gotten better at this because I've kind of realized or something that's helped me out a lot with this all or nothing mentality is that (laughs) like 99% of these foods, 99.9% of these foods I can have anytime, anywhere. Like for example, I, I went out to dinner on Friday night and got a burger like with my mom and my sister. Uh, and instead of just like, I got a burger and fries and instead of like destroying the burger, destroying the fries, like eating past the point of fullness. I I ate the burger and I only had like half of my fries because I realized that, dude, like I can have fries anytime, anywhere. I have a car, I can go drive to the store or drive to a fast food place and get fries. And I, I don't, I don't need to eat all these fries right now if I don't want to, because I'm full. I don't need to. And it's not like I'm never going to have fries again. You know, like I'm, I'm going to have fries again at some point. So like, it's really not that big of a deal. Um, and that goes with all foods. Like, you know, again, on Saturday night, I, I had my first home cooked meal in like two months. Um, and I made sure I didn't just, I, I made sure I didn't go past my point of fullness because I was like, dude, like this is not going to be the last home cooked meal I ever have. Like, it's going to be okay. Like it, it's just food. It's not that big of a deal. Like you'll be fine. Um, and the food was delicious. I ate, I ate however much I wanted to until I was full. And I was, that was it. Like it, I, I didn't overcomplicate things because I knew that, you know, I'm going to have a home cooked meal again. Like this is not going to be the last time I'm ever going to have a home cooked meal. Um, so basically the biggest thing I do to combat with this all or nothing mentality is that it's just food and you can always get the majority of foods that you go all or nothing on anytime, anywhere. Like it's not going anywhere. Um, you could have it whenever you want. Um, most of the time, but <laughs> that, that's, what's helped me out a lot just because, cause yeah, no, I used I used to struggle with that a lot. And I actually, uh, the most I struggle with this on is actually holidays, which I think there is a holiday question I'm going to get into later, but like during the holiday season, I get like so anxious with food because, cause yeah, like, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas happens once a year. So like naturally, naturally you want to go all out. But when you really think about it, like, dude, I can have turkey any any day of the year. I can have mashed potatoes any day of the year. I can have apple pie any, any day of the year. I can have cookies any day of the year. Like, you don't have to binge on 12 cookies on Christmas Eve because you think you're never going to have them for a full year. That's just not even close to being the case. Like, you, like, I can drive to the store and just pick up a 12-pack of cookies and eat it whenever. Like, um, so that's just what's helped me out the most, just kind of just understanding that food is not a limited thing. And, you know, I'm very fortunate and grateful to be able to get food whenever I want, um, or like whenever I need to, um, actually I know not everyone has that, that privilege, but if you do have that privilege, just understand that you can get the foods whenever you want. You don't have to go all out in that moment because it's not going anywhere. The food's not going anywhere. It's basically how I deal with that. It's that, that's, that's taught me a lot in this past year, because honestly, this time a year ago, I was, I was dealing with that 
a heavy. Like I, I still really hadn't figured that out yet. How to combat with that. Um, just for whatever reason, it, it really only happens when I like come home from college because I feel like, okay, I have to go like all out like right now because I'm not going to be home for another, uh, for another like three months, you know? So like I, I felt the need, I felt the need to like always go out, go all out on whatever foods. And I would just overstuff myself. I'd feel like garbage. And then that would just lead to further bad body image issues. And it was just, just, just a bad time. So thankfully I've kind of found that fine line, um, like between just like not going past the point of fullness and enjoying your food. So that's, that's how I've combated with that. Great question. Okay. This question is a little bit of a lighter question from psych seven, two, three, a great question nonetheless, but it's, can we get a pro's how to guide? Absolutely. So, uh, I, I have my credentials for this question. I, I've had pro's pretty much every day for the past, I don't know, year. I think literally in the past year, there's been like maybe five or six days where I haven't had proats. Like it's just like a staple in my diet. It's the food I look forward to every day. Um, and by the way, if, if you cannot fit your favorite foods into your diet, then it's not sustainable. Like you got to find a way to fit those in. Um, cause you know, you got to be able to enjoy the foods that you eat and it's all about finding that balance. So that's just a little disclaimer, but so my, so this is how I make my proats. I mean, also, by the way, if you look up on TikTok, if, if you look up Bobby Kaz and like proats, or like protein oatmeal or oatmeal, I think my recipe comes up because I, I posted the video a couple times on like how, how I make my pros, but I'll just break it down for you real quick. So so I buy the the Quaker oats, like the packets, like the simple oats packets, original, like no added sugar, like none of that, just like the original oatmeal, right? So I, I buy the packets of it. I pour two of the packets into a bowl I mix it with water, not milk. If you mix your oats with milk, you're a psychopath. I'm sorry. Mix it with water. Um, And then I chop up one banana and I put it in the microwave for two minutes. I take the bowl out after two minutes, add in a scoop of chocolate protein powder. I put it back in the microwave for another two minutes. So that's four minutes in total, two minutes at the start, two minutes at the end. Um, I take it out and then I just globber on is that even the right word i don't know but i just i plop on um two giant scoops of teddy's super chunky peanut butter chunky over smooth any day of the week um i do two giant scoops i don't measure it out you don't need to measure your food don't worry like i literally just i go by the spoonful take two giant spoonfuls throw some sugar-free syrup on there uh and i throw some cinnamon mix it all up and that's how i make my go-to bowl of proats Obviously, there are other ways to make proats. I know plenty of people who use like frozen blueberries, like they use, uh, I don't know, like what else people use? I'm kind of drawing a blank. I don't know, like strawberries, whatever, like almond butter, nuts, whatever. But that's just how I make my bowl of proats. Um, it's com- it's comes out, it comes out delicious every single time. Like I said, I literally look forward to my proats every single day. And like I know a lot of people say like, oh, just have it twice. No, because like for whatever reason – the second bowl just isn't as good. I don't know why. Like, I, cause I, I have had proats twice in one day before and every single time I have it twice, it just doesn't taste as good. It, it just doesn't. Uh, so, and also that's like, that means you go through the, the packets faster, the oatmeal faster. That means you got to buy more. So I just stick to one once a day. It's the best part of my day. Like anytime I can sit down, have some proats with an energy drink, best part of my day. That's the best food drink combo right there, by the way. Um, but yeah, that's how I make my, my go-to bowl of proats. Cause I literally like every time 
I post a full day of eating video, I get at least one comment saying, how do you make your pros? How do you make your pros? It's actually gotten to the point where I put the recipe in my notes and I just copy and paste it into the comment section because I get it so often, which I don't mind. I, like, I, I love telling you guys my pros recipe. Um, but it's just gotten to that point, which is crazy. And it is. And I think when you look at my name on TikTok, I think like the oatmeal comes up automatically. Like that's, it's crazy, which blows my mind because like, I don't know, I really hadn't started eating proats like that until like last year. And I feel like it's a very like simple bowl. Like it doesn't take that much effort. It takes five minutes. It's like what, four or five ingredients, but I guess people like it or they're curious about it. So yeah, that's, that's my go-to proats guide, man. I, I hope that, hope that helps. So Okay, next question from this is uh, one of my OG supporters actually, and I I I apologize if I pronounced your name incorrectly because it's a very long username, but it's uh, Janus Isaiah Nativi. <laughs> uh, he asked, so this kind of aligns with what I was just talking about earlier. Uh, tips on conquering fear foods during the holiday season. This is a great question because, like I said, even last year I was struggling with this, and so honestly, I haven't really tested my new mindset yet because it hasn't been a, a new holiday season yet so i guess this this coming season in a couple of months i'll um test out my new mindset but like i basically said earlier just like just knowing that um you can get these foods whenever you want christmas cookies turkey mashed potatoes pie whatever it is you can have those foods any, any day of the week you don't have to go all out all the time on these two days of the year uh, but in terms of conquering these foods specifically, um, just know that I, I know I just said you can get these foods anytime you want, but these holidays do come around once a year and you should enjoy yourself on these days because one day out of 365 is not going to ruin your progress or it's not you're not going to gain weight in the slightest. Trust me, um, any weight you gain will just be water weight from the excess sodium the volume of food in your stomach, whatever it is, you're not going to gain fat from one day, two days, three days. It's not, it, it doesn't, it's not going to happen. I promise you. Like, I think the biggest mistake you can make, and I've done it before and I've learned from it. I think the biggest mistake you can make is weighing yourself the day of a holiday and then the day after, because you, you will be heavier the next day if you eat a, a bunch of the good food, but it's not fat gain. It, it's just not. Um, so I, I would just recommend not even looking or thinking about the scale on those holidays. Just enjoy your food. Enjoy um, the time with your family, your friends. Uh, another tip I would say is really just, and I have to work on this too, is just eating slower. Like just really just take a bite and just really just think about how it tastes, how it makes you feel. Um, just eat slow. Just enjoy it. Because, you know, these, these are the holiday season. Th this time of the year is meant to be enjoyed with your family, your friends, your loved ones, while also enjoying great food. Because, you know, th that, that's just part of the holiday spirit, you know. Like, there's nothing better than having a giant turkey, like, with some mashed potatoes, gravy, um, uh, cranberry sauce. I don't know. I'm, dr I'm drawing a blank on Thanksgiving foods. Or just having, like, a nice, I don't know, pork chop or lamb chop with, like uh, pasta, whatever on Christmas with all those cookies and desserts. And it's so incredible. And you shouldn't deprive yourself of those foods because it's one day out of the year, man. It's one day out of the year. Um, and there's no such thing as a good or bad food. You can enjoy any food you want in moderation. Um, and I, I know it's hard. I, I, I get it. I, I know how hard it is. And I know how easy it is to just like have a bite and say, screw it. I'm just going to binge on it now. Like I just ruined my progress, whatever. But 
it's not going to ruin your progress. Um, and, and just in general, if you're gonna, I, I guess I would say something that I'm going to try this year myself is taking just like one serving size of everything that I want, eating it and then seeing how I feel after. Like if I, if, if I'm still hungry, I'll, I'll get more. If there's something, if there's one specific food that I thought tasted better than the other foods, I'm going to have another one of that. You know what I mean? Because I, that's what I want and that's what's going to make me feel good. Uh, and that's all that matters. And honestly, say, say you do end up overeating, say, say it happens, say your worst case scenario happens, you overeat, you, you overindulge. It's totally okay. Like no one is ever going to be perfect in that, in that asset. Like that, I think I, I overate last night. Like it happens. Like I, I promise you, you'll, you'll be okay. Um, it's going to happen, especially during the holiday season. It's easy to, to give in overindulge and that's totally fine. Like the holidays are meant to, to have good food. That's just, that's just how it is. Um, so don't be so hard on yourself if you overindulge because you're enjoying the, you're enjoying the food that's there. That's all that matters. You're enjoying, you're making memories. Like I, I've actually developed this kind of mindset recently. I've, I've kind of realized that I'd rather have three extra pounds of body fat while simultaneously enjoying and making memories with friends and family versus being three pounds lighter and having no memories to think of. You know what I mean? So just always channel in on the memories over macros mentality because that's what it should be all about, finding that balance and just enjoying yourself on days like the holidays, man. That's, that's, that's really all I can say because the holidays are a special time. Like You should be able to sit down, enjoy some cookies and some cake and turkey and mashed potatoes. I, I know I keep bringing up those same foods, but you should just, you should be able to sit down and, and enjoy those because that's what it's all about. That's what food should be all about. Food is meant to be enjoyed. That's, that's my TikTok bio. Food is meant to be enjoyed, man. So I hope that helps that I, I honestly, I'm, I'm curious to see how I do with this because like I said, even last year I was struggling with food over the holidays. I overindulged so hard over the holidays because I, I, I had that all or nothing mentality and I felt sick. Um, disgusted with myself like I actually went on a, a 36 hour fast last year after one of the holidays and I, I looking back that was just such a stupid decision don't know why I did that um but I felt like I needed to because I just like binged so hard and I felt like shit and I was like dude I can't eat today like there's no way um so I'm not doing that this year of course I'm gonna like I said I'm gonna eat slow I'm gonna uh pick out the foods that I want and then if I want more, I'm going to have some more. I'm going to listen to my hunger cues, listen to my body, and just enjoy making memories. That's, that's really what it's all about. Um, great question, my man. All right, this next question from uh, Mistio Fears. What is your relationship with fitness now compared to uh, previously? Another great question. My relationship with fitness right now is a complete 180 uh, compared to even two years ago. Um, like two years ago, that's, that's when I was dealing with, um, exercise bulimia the most my freshman year of college. Um, when I would, you know, binge on food at night and then feel the need to burn it off. So I was constantly working out. I was punishing myself. Basically. Um, I would feel, I would feel the need to burn off every single bite of food that I took. Uh, I was working out three times a day for no reason, getting like 25, 30,000 steps in for no reason. My body was aching all the time. I could feel myself like shutting down. It was terrible. It was just a, a, just an awful experience. I don't wish that on anyone. Um, and I kind of lost um, the joy in, in working out two years ago. Like I remember it, I, it even got to a point where I stopped having fun playing basketball because 
I, I would I would go play basketball with the intent of burning calories instead of having fun. And that really hurt me the most because going to an empty basketball court and just shooting around by yourself is one of the biggest things that I do to clear my head for mental clarity. Like that's like the time for me to just like be by myself, be with my thoughts and just, you know, have a good time. And I lost that feeling two years ago because I forced myself to go. I was doing it to burn calories. I I wasn't having fun. Like I said, my body was just in so much pain. I was so sore all the time because I was overdoing it. Like I said, three, four workouts a day, constantly on my feet. I wouldn't allow myself to rest for like even an hour. If I like spent like an hour in bed, um, I thought I was like a failure. It was just, it was a brutal time, just a brutal time in my life. But now, now that I've allowed my body to rest and I'm listening to my body more and I'm doing things and I'm working out to feel better, not to look better, my 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 experience with fitness right now is the best it's ever been my relationship with um working out and training is the best it's ever been i'm also like you know non-coincidentally uh in my opinion the best physical condition the best shape I, i've ever been in um and that's because i'm listening to my body i'm knowing when i need rest i'm knowing or I, i'm doing training and workouts that i like doing um, I'm not doing, I'm not working out to burn calories. I'm working out to feel better. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling my body right after I work out before I work out. Um, so overall my, my relationship with fitness is definitely, definitely so much better, like a, a gazillion times better than what it was, you know, two years ago. Um, cause that was a rough time and I, I, I still can't believe I put myself through that. Like I remember my freshman year, I of college, I, um, I had my first class was at, I think 10 a.m. and I would wake up at 7 a.m. three whole hours before that class just so I can go work out. And I I remember I would I would kill myself on the elliptical for 35 minutes, and then I would go down to the basketball courts and play basketball by myself for for an extra like 40 minutes. Like I said, just to burn calories, not to not to feel good, not to release endorphins, just to burn calories. Like I would I was so focused on what my Apple Watch was telling me. Um, as opposed to just how my body was feeling. It, it was just a terrible, terrible time. Um, another thing too is, yeah, now I'm not really focusing on what my Apple Watch tells me anymore. Like, sure, like I, I still track my workouts and calories, whatever. Uh, like it still tells me that, but I, I'm not listening to that anymore. Like I'm just using it as like a, a small tool because uh, I know that obviously the the Apple Watch tracker isn't 100% accurate um, at all. Uh, it's not really a good indicator of like, your level of fitness, obviously. Um, so I really, I'm just using that as a tool now. I really just use it to like track my steps and my workouts and I just, I turn it off when I'm done and that's it. Cause I remember, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I remember I used to, um, like say I did like an hour workout on my Apple watch and I was done. I would let the workout run for an extra like 20 minutes just so it said I burned more calories and it actually did. So I felt better that way. Like I was lying to myself and I knew it, but I didn't care because it because I was like, oh, I'm burning more calories. Like, let's go. And that allowed me to like binge eat even more. So I was like, oh, well, you know, I, I just burned like 2000 calories on this workout. So like now I'm going to eat 2000. You know, it was just a terrible garbage mentality. Um, so thankfully now I'm out of that that mindset and um, I'm in a much better place now. Like I said, I'm working out to feel better, not to look better. That's the biggest thing. So it's helped me out a ton. Great question. Okay, next question from another OG supporter, my guy Trent. 
Um, Trent Bricks, he asked, how did people in high school notice or did people in high school notice uh, when you're dropping weight fast? This is a good question. Um, Quite honestly, not many people really said anything or mentioned anything. I know I honestly I got more comments from like family members than anything than people like in my high school. Um, Like I would get the occasional comment like, are you losing weight? Like, you know, you look thinner, like you look skinny and like. Um, that's when I was like, you know, not eating and like, you know, over exercising, running all the time. Um, and I like, I craved those comments because like that meant what I was doing was working, you know, like it create, like it, it, it satisfied me because I was like, Oh shit, like this is working. Like I'm going to keep going now. Like I'm going to go even harder. Like it kind of like those comments kind of like led me to eating even less and working out even more because I was like, oh my God, like, I can't like let these people down. Like, I can't like gain weight now. Like I, 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 you know, like I love getting these compliments. Like I feel so good when I get those compliments. Um, when I, when, whenever someone noticed that, like I looked lighter. Um, so looking back, those were just, that obviously didn't, did not help me. Uh, I thought it did at the time, but obviously it didn't. Um, those comments, like, I mean, I can't blame anyone for saying those things. Like, I, how how could you blame someone for saying that? If if someone like me who was pretty overweight all of a sudden loses a bunch of weight, obviously people are going to comment on it, which is fine with me. Like, you know, that's not to the fault of them. But those comments kind of fueled me to um, keep going <laughs> down an even darker path, uh, which I didn't even know at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, like my friends really didn't say anything, not that I remember of, um, it was really just family members, I guess. I don't know. But like I said, I can't fault anyone for making any comments. Like it is what it is. I'm not upset about it. So, um, but yeah, I really didn't get too many comments from like friends from people like within my school. Um, like I would talk about it like later, like after the fact I would talk about it. Like, oh yeah, I got lost like 30 pounds this year or whatever. Um, but no, I didn't really, I really didn't get too many comments. So from friends at least, but good question. All right. This question, this, this, this is a good question. Uh, from pumpkin China, what's the last meal you want to have before you die? This is a great question. So this is tough though, because it depends on what you classify a meal. You know what I mean? Like what, like what does someone classify as a last meal? Like, could, could you have like three things at once? Could, could you have like uh, a dinner and like a dessert, you know what I mean? So like, I think I'm going to say, obviously got to have a bowl of proats somewhere. Like the bowl of proats has to be somewhere. Peanut butter, banana, sugar-free syrup. It's got to be there. Um, that's going to be there. Uh, I'm going to say, I also want some ice cream as well. Some mint chip ice cream as like the dessert. And then like, is the main course, let me think. The main course, I, I guess I would say a Five Guys burger with fries and then it's going to sound disgusting, but like a jar of peanut butter on the side. So all in all, a Five Guys burger, cheeseburger, Five Guys cheeseburger, a bag of Five Guys fries, uh, a jar of peanut butter on the side, uh, my bowl of protein is like the appetizer, and then a bowl of ice cream for dessert. I'd feel like absolute garbage, but it'd be my last meal, so it wouldn't matter. So I I, just thinking about it kind of disgusts me, but I know I would enjoy it and that'd be a great way to go out. So good question. All right. I think I have time for like two more questions. So I'm going to go through these. All right. This next one from Natalia underscore GTS 75. I I, I really, I I like this question a lot. Um, Bad habits that you were still working on improving. I'm actually planning on making an entire 
uh, episode on this um, in the future. But this is a great question. So yeah, there there are still plenty of areas, or I wouldn't say plenty, but there are still some areas in terms of food and fitness that I still am struggling in. Um, I'd say the biggest one is um, kind of planning out what I'm eating for the day and like getting anxious about it and stressed about it. Like I still go to bed every night, like planning like, okay, I'm going to eat this at this time, this at this time, and then this for dinner, this for a snack, and then I'm going to eat this at night. And I'm going to go to bed and it's going to be good. And then if those plans get like interrupted, like say I get invited to like, I don't know, for lunch with a friend, um, I get anxious because like, I'm going to be like, oh dude, but like I I was going to have this for lunch and now like I can't have that and I'm going to have to like wait to have that and then maybe I'll just have both or like whatever. Um, That still really stresses me out a lot. I got to work on that. I got to understand that it like, like I said, like it's just food. Like it's not the end of the world. If you go a day without eating what you thought you were going to eat um, and kind of just like going with the flow, I got to get so much better at that, um, which I, I, I actively am trying to, to get better at, um, but it's still hard to break the mold because I am a busy person, especially during the school year. Like, you know, I have, I'm in school, I have a job, I have TikTok, I have all this stuff to worry about, social life, whatever. So like I try and like plan my meals accordingly, like what I'm going to eat accordingly. If that gets interrupted, I get really anxious, stressed out, nervous. Um, so I'm working on that. I am working on that, but I, I still struggle with that. Another thing I struggle with, um, is the times I eat. Like I still have some trouble, like intuitively eating, like eating when I'm hungry, like waiting to eat when I'm hungry. Um, like for me, I'll like, I'll look at, the time I start eating and look at the time I finish eating and I'll be like, okay, so I just ate and I'll eat again in two hours because I think two hours is like a good amount of time in between eating. Um, and I'll like just anxiously, like I'll just like sit there like waiting like for the time to pass so I can eat again instead of like, like even if I'm like not hungry, like I'll sit there like waiting for the time to pass until it hits like two, three hours so I can eat again, even if I'm not hungry. Um, so I, I got to work on that. I got to know that like it's important to listen to your hunger cues you don't have to eat if you don't need to eat kind of thing. I just love food so much or like I and like I'm hyper focused on it sometimes. Like I, I got to like kind of relax on that and kind of just like calm down and like listen to my body if I'm hungry. Um, and that kind of goes with, you know, the same thing. Like I got I, I have trouble eating past the point of fullness. Like I like more often than not. I always have to finish the food on my plate. Like I even if I'm full, I can t- I can I continue to eat. Um, I just have a hard time wasting food in a way. Um, so I, I got, I got to work on that. Um, because I know that like, I actually, I, I, I heard this from, uh, I'm sure you guys know who she is. Brittany Lancaster on TikTok. She's like, she was, she's been, she's like the pioneer of like intuitive eating. Like I love her content. Um, but she kind of said that like, regardless if you finish your food or not, it's going to go to waste, whether or not it goes to waste in your body you know, like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like the next day it's, it's your waste or you throw it out. It's going to, it's going to be waste regardless. So like if you don't finish your food, it's not the end of the world kind of thing. So I, I really got to focus on that. Um, but yeah, those are probably the two biggest things I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to work on. Like I said, I think I'm going to make an entire episode about the bad habits I'm still working on. I think it's important for, for people to realize that, you know, even though I've, I've come a long way with food and like, I'm now like broadcasting, like, how I'm able, how I've like healed my relationship with food. I think it's still important to know that we all still have things we can work on, like we're all a work in progress kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. Great question. 
All right, last question from Isabel B. Fit. How do I stop the I wasted food or I wasted the calories for this food that doesn't taste good? This is a great question, and I actually relate to this one a lot, um, which in turn is also something I got to work on. Um, like if I eat something and I don't like it, I'm like, oh, dude, like I just wasted a meal. Like, you know, like, I, like, what am I going to do? Like now I, like I just wasted this, this meal. It wasn't that good. I should have used my calories for like a better meal. Um, so what, I, what I, again, again, like this, this tip, I think this is probably gonna be like the third time I've said it, but you just, just know that it's, it's just food. Like that's all it is. It's food. It's going to be the, it's going to be there the next day, whatever food you want, it'll be there the next day. Like just give it time. You, you know, it, it doesn't have to be an immediate thing. Um, cause no, like that is tough though. It, it is tough. Like, you know, I hate that. I just like, not even like in terms of like the wasting food kind of thing. Like I just hate eating food that I don't like just in general. I mean, I'm sure everyone, obviously everyone does too, but like, it sucks. That's like one of like the worst feelings. I think one of the worst feelings too, is like when you're out at like a restaurant, you order something and you, and you get it and it's really not that good. And you're like, oh, this actually happened to me on Friday when I was out to dinner. I, like I said, I got that burger and fries. Um, it didn't really hit the spot like I thought. <laughs> like, um, like looking back, I should, I wish I ordered something else. Um, it was still good, but it wasn't exactly, it didn't really satisfy me. I was like, oh man, I should have gotten something else. But yeah, I really just, it's just important knowing that it honestly, it's going to happen. Like you're, you're going to have a meal that you're not going to hundred percent love and it's not going to satisfy you a hundred percent and you're going to feel like you wasted it or like you wasted the calories but again like the foods that you really want they're all they're always going to be there um they're always going to be there so um just just try try not to stress about it too much i honestly don't have the the best tips for this one because like i said i still struggle with this one a ton but it, it does help to know that it's temporary like that feeling is temporary like it's not going to be there forever obviously um so like the food you want will be there at some point. So it's not the end of the world if you have one meal that's like a waste, a waste in your eyes, you know? So, but yeah, those were, those are all the questions I have time for for this episode. I, again, I appreciate everyone who asked questions. I'm going to do, I think a part two, even a part three, if necessary of these questions. Um, I appreciate all these questions. I, I, if you made it to the end, I appreciate you guys listening to this episode of the Bobby podcast. Make sure to check out my other episodes. Um, they're linked in my TikTok bio. They're on Spotify, Apple podcasts. Um, yeah. So have a great day, everyone. Thank you all for listening.